who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hi, I'm Madigan from Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, a podcast that explores the world through a personal, intersectional feminist perspective. Each Monday, I bring you a brand new full-length episode covering something from a wide variety of topics. And then every Friday, come meet up with me again for a mini What's in the News episode so you can stay up to date on everything that's going on in the world. Check out Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist wherever you get your podcasts. And rage on. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to Awkward Sex and the City. Uh, this episode is with one of my favorite people in the world, Veronica Garza. She's been on the show before. Um, super funny, super great. We live close to each other, too. We talk about that in the episode. I will preface with that there is no sex in this. Not like last week's with David's. And it gets a little dark. Uh, we talk a lot about COVID. We talk about a lot about COVID in New York, uh, which we haven't done. I haven't had an episode like this in a little while, but it was very cathartic. I don't know how you guys are doing. I hope you're doing okay. But uh, with, you know, me and Aaron and my, you know, friends, our our pod, uh, the past month or so has been extra hard. And I don't know if it's because we've been in this for so long and because we have so much longer to go and of of what the the things that we miss about New York that, you know, are part of the reasons why we moved here. And so me and Veronica talk, talk about that a lot. We're very honest and real about what we miss and the things that we need to be ourselves and things like that. And so I think I think it's a good episode. I'm just letting you know it is it is COVID heavy. Uh, but it's still there's still laughter in there, obviously. Veronica's very funny. I'm very funny. Um, and I think you'll, I yeah, I think you'll like it. I think you'll find it cathartic. I do think there's going to be a couple episodes where it's COVID heavy just because, you know, we are just rounding the bases to that year. I don't even know if that makes sense. Um, and it's crazy that it's like three weeks away that it's been a full year that we've uh, been in this. America, obviously other countries have been in this longer than we have. It's just wild. I can't believe I can't believe it, but I absolutely can't believe it at the same time. So it's one of those like paradoxes, which is real fun. Um, and I think we're all just very anxiously waiting for the summer when we can really um, 
kind of breathe again uh, and feel a little bit safer outside. And, and you know, it's not freezing cold. I currently have uh, multiple layers on because I'm about to go outside. And that's what we've been there and have learned. You have to <laughs> sometimes put on three layers of pants so you can be outside in the sun and not lose your goddamn mind. Um, yeah, again, I love Veronica. I love this episode. I love talking to her and seeing her and seeing Colin. And I think you guys will like the episode. Um, for the listeners, uh, Veronica has the cutest, cutest. truly the cutest dog, Colin. <laughs> like, a fucking adorable. He might, he'll come over here and bug me in a little bit. It's just his mom's on the other side of the, the, the house, and we had the door closed, which to him means, you know, he'll never see her again. So he's going through things, and he's very curious, and it's Saturday, and he just... He wants to be involved in all the things. Hey, do you mind being quiet, buddy? Who's I'm such a white mom? <laughs> <laughs> Who does Colin love more? Ooh, uh, that's hard. Leslie's like he loved. Well, we always just say he loves us so much. Mm-hmm. He likes us for different reasons. Like he likes her because she takes. Like she used to be able to take him to work with her, and he gets to hang out. He would hang out on set. Uh, and they, you know, he gets to hang around with the models and he has his own peeps. Like he has his own friends because of her. Um, she, he likes me cause I'm like the more, not aggressive mom, but when I play with him, he can be more aggressive with me. He's not mean at all, but he can bite down a little bit harder, but it still no way hurts me. Yeah. He can so like he play can, fight. Yeah. And he does that with me with her. He kind of barely like little, just a little gnaw with Aww. me. It's more like let's get crazy. Like he'll growl at me and I'm like, and I, I growl back <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, let's get hyped. And so it's a totally, we have totally different relationships. Like I carry him different ways than she does. I make him like run errands with me and certain things. Like I take him to shows with me. He has like, different hangs with us. Oh, that's so cute. It's sweet. This reminds me though, of something that I wanted to ask you because I think you and Leslie are the only people that I know that we're in a studio when COVID <laughs> hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you what happened was we'd been together now in October. It's uh, four years. But uh, one of the things that had been coming up was us. We, I mean, we're a lesbian couple and we've been together. This this was um, get to a year ago, over three years, and we still hadn't moved in together. So it was a thing. I was just like, you know, when are you going to move in? Why don't you want to move in? And I, I she didn't realize. Yeah, that's how much wild. <laughs> I, I also, I very much like my space mm-hmm. uh, and knowing in a studio, we were going to be in our faces. Um, and one of the things that helped was getting Colin because we kind of were like co-parenting in the sense that I had my, like my spot in Crown Heights and she was here in Park Slope. And so we'd have Colin on different days, which kind of helped like, oh, I'll have him this day, you have him this day. And then, you know, I'd end up be at her place anyway. So that helped me uh, lean into the idea that Oh, we can, we can live together. I can see how this would work. So then we're talking about it. And what I told her in January was, okay, I'm going to move in. My goal is by May, I'll move in. Your lease is up in August. Cause if I move in, then we'll have all our stuff consolidated from there. It'll be an easy move in August. So January is fine. February, we're, we're talking about this March hits. And it's just like, oh, I'm going to have to move all my stuff in. So we grad. I told my roommate, hey, May, I'm done. I'm out. And I love my roommate, uh, Micah. Very nice. I'm not sure if he went to your show once or someone else's show at Branded uh, with one of his friends. Regardless, he, um, I told him, very, he's very nice about it. He got it. 
And then, so I'm moving this stuff, but it's during COVID. So it's her, me and Colin in maybe 300 square feet. Uh, and we don't understand it because like I, we cleaned out, got rid of a lot of stuff, put all our stuff together. Um, we actually didn't rent anything uh, for the move from Crown Heights to her place. We would just walk two miles there, bring stuff on both our backs and like on carts. Uh-huh. And we did that uh, over the course of a month, like maybe like one two trips a weekend and on the way there we just drop off at drop-off centers like I got rid of a shitload of sneakers uh clothes I decided I'm not gonna bring why do I need to bring my bed with me I just told my roommate whoever moves in next keep the bed uh it was very it was that it was easy in that sense but we did that entire move we would take Colin with us so we didn't write anything and move and then we get together in a studio apartment and it's very much like she's here all the time because <laughs> you can't go anywhere else yeah you know and Calvin's been in Leslie's studio. Um, you haven't, uh, but she did have this little nook area. So what we did is we put, I have a, just a hanging rack where I have my jerseys and we kind of put it there, put the desk there and separate it. So it was a tiny little office for me when I would work. And I really liked it because I didn't see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her, but I like healthy relationships aren't meant to go through a pandemic in that, in, in not with our little space, but in general, mm-hmm. uh, you're not supposed to be hanging out with someone this long amount of time. I don't believe, but this, I was just like, I'm tired of your face. I would tell her and I would just be like, listen, I love you, but I can't look at your face right now. And I would just go for long walks. One of my favorite things, uh, you know, Mike Brown, right? I think so. I think I do. He has a really cool podcast, not to be like that, about like um, going through mental health, especially uh, erasing the stigma as a black man. Um, and it's very interesting because he he goes, he's very open with it, honest. And I would like Wednesdays put on my headphones, listen to his podcast and go for a long walk in, on down Fifth Avenue past, uh, past the cemetery. And I just keep walking and then I just turn around and I'm just like, OK, cool. And that helped a lot, but I got tired of it. But then we went to Province Sound, came back to move. We found this place online. It's basically, I'd say it's kind of like a two bedroom, but it's like one of it is one big room, but it's kind of cut off. So it's two rooms. Okay. But I also get my own room. And Leslie didn't realize how much I like need my own space. Uh huh. Yeah. She said she didn't realize how much I have to have a space that's my own. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm the same way. I need a lot of alone time. Uh, and I need it. Like, that's how I recharge. Like, I can't recharge with people. I have to be like in my room, either like dancing like an idiot to Spotify or like zoning out on TV, like something by yourself, something though, by right? myself. Yeah. That like you can appreciate. I'm because I don't know. I'm the middle child. So it's always been like a thing that I have to like have my own thing. But uh, no, I like we have this new place and it, the studio if we had not left to Provincetown in June and decided to stay away for that long, I know we would have had some not really bad, like not fights, but we would have had some intense arguments mm-hmm. because that, that does happen. Of course, we st- I mean, we still fight because we're a couple. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like I think about it now. I'm like, that was easy because we were like maybe three or four months. And I mean, we're almost in a year now. And now like we have this all this space. We've we've doubled our space. And now we're we it, we filled this place off. We don't get how we got all our shit into the last place. <laughs> I know. Isn't that weird when you're like, wait a minute. I have a lot more shit than I realize. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For you guys, this has this month been like really hard 
like wanting to go places. It's always like an under like undercurrent of like how I feel. But I was telling Aaron last night, actually, I was like that, like this month, February and January has been like very, very hard of not being able to go to like karaoke to a bar inside where you can just like be around too many people. Yeah. I mean, for me, uh, I, I miss going to bars. I miss going by myself and just like drunk writing, you know, and be like, Oh, I'm going to get, she's like, and Leslie knows like, it'll be like once a week, I'm going to go to, you know, gingers by myself. I'm going to have a little bit much to drink and I'm going to write by myself, have a good time. And then I just wander down the street back home and I'm good. Like I, I have to do that, especially I'm like, I'm lucky enough that, I mean, before this I was performing, you know, at least four or five times a week on shows. So once you get to that point, it was like, oh, one night hang out with Leslie. One night I get to go drink by myself and write and get out what I need to. And I'm so used to that. And sometimes I'll go for a walk and I'm just thinking, oh, I would really like to go to this place. I have a drink right now by myself, even outside. Cause we've done outdoor, like at a good Judy mm-hmm. we've gone and they have an outdoor patio and they're, they're really good about it. So, but I do miss going somewhere and being allowed to only buy like one drink. I don't have to buy food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in a perfect spot now where I would say we're one Avenue over is gingers, one Avenue over is halyards. So it's perfect walking distance. Fourth and ninth is there. Any like park so far I want to go to even Crown Heights is like a 40 minute walk to like um, Brandon. It's perfect. And I can't go without knowing you're going to have to spend at least $30 because you have to get food yeah. and there's that, but not being able to just like, see, see you like, Oh, let's get a drink. Cool. But now we got to go outside. Oh, we got to be this far apart. Oh, I can't hug my friend. It's so many things I do miss. We're, we talk about it a lot. We do miss it. We have, I mean, of our, our pod is like maybe like five or six people and it's luckily two of them are a couple. So we're able to go back and forth. Leslie gets to go out because she has to still go in on set, but she's like, they test on set, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do miss like, valentine's day i'm like we're not gonna fucking go outside for valentine's day like i'm not gonna eat outside for valentine's day i want to eat inside at a nice restaurant but i can't we can't do that yeah i yeah even though cuomo was like we're opening it up and no one feels i mean our local bar that we go to like our like hangout (laughs) the locals run inside like they were so excited and we're all like no 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 like like there are people that are cool with it but it's like no I am not cool with it I am not into putting someone else into jeopardy if I possibly have it and don't realize it like I can't uh I'm finally starting to get used to going out to outdoor bars because that still would freak me out but it's just not the same yeah it's not and it's not the same it's not the same of like being inside branded or um where it's just too many people I miss the crowding yeah I miss the crowding or me like sitting at a bar by myself, being able to sit at the actual bar and then someone else, maybe two chairs down from you, they have a drink and they notice, oh, dang, we're both getting drunk. What's your name? And then you just <laughs> talk to someone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you make your drunken friends. I miss making drunken friends. Like that's, that was my favorite part. Cause I am, I mean, I do need to be by myself, but also when I'm out, I'm out and I need to like talk to different people. You know, that's how we yeah. get stories and that's how we have adventures. Also, that's part of the appeal of living in New York city is being able to drink by yourself and don't be like oh why are you alone like we'll leave you alone or if you're open to talking to someone body language reading that and going oh i'm gonna talk to this person and learn about whatever the fuck's going on in their life just for tonight and never see them again and i can't do that yeah yeah we have really lost major parts of why we moved to the city of of what mm-hmm. the city is i mean they've the city has evolved as it as it much as it can but 
it's definitely starting to like weigh in on, on people of like how much we miss it. How I like, I can't believe it's, we are like two weeks, three weeks away before the official shutdown. Yeah. Like I can't even fucking believe that. Like, I can't believe we made it this far. I can't believe we have so much farther to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still another year of, I mean, this summer, I, I feel like more people will be outside and that's fine. We can be outside. But the next summer, I think, you know, knock on wood, it'll be a little bit more normal. But we still have another year in this. It's like, we're, it's like I, I was telling Leslie, it's as though, I'm in no way comparing this to prison, it, but it's a, it's a punishment. I'm being grounded for something I didn't even do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We we're all being grounded because a lot of us have been really good about it. But I'm still being punished for the action of others because people aren't being good about it. And my you know penance or my punishment, I'm grounded for two years. Oh, I forgot to ask you. Um, have you guys been able to sign up for the vaccine since the, the 15th? Um, here's the thing about that. I am, I am what they call lax vax, which means I'm not in a rush to get it because one, I'm apprehensive, um, which some people are. Yeah, totally fair. Two, I work from home. I am not any type of person that needs to be a front of the line uh, for anything. I'm very much for there are tons of people that need to get it before me. So I'm whenever the opportunity comes to get it, that it's here, I'm going to get it. Uh, I, I'm I'm not, yeah, I'm not in any rush, uh, which it's kind of weird, but it's not that I'm against it. I just know that I think it's selfish for me personally to get it. I don't like Aaron, he's a teacher. Like mm-hmm. he, it's like, it's more of a thing like, oh, them in school is because it's for kids. You know what I mean? Like that's a rush, but for me, it's not entirely a rush. Um, and I don't want to lie to anyone. They're like, oh, well, if you go to this person and you keep getting on the West, I'm like, there are a lot of senior citizens that need it. Like, you know, my mom, she's almost 65. People like my mom need it. People like my dad need it. Yeah. Um, I, I want that. My younger brother who has to work outside. Um, and he has his crew. Uh, this is in Texas. Like he has my friend who is a pharmacist. Uh, she was like signing up for the studies right away. She's very much like, yeah, I'm going to get it. Leslie, unfortunately, they, when they did these trials, uh, they don't know how people on her medication will react to it. They don't know if it will help her. Uh, so we don't know, but in regards to signing up, I'm waiting, uh, just because I'm just like, I'm gonna, I think there are a lot of people that need to be in front of me. I'm not in any way scared of needles or anything like that. I just know that I'm not one of the comedians that's thinking, oh, I got to get my shot. So I'm going to perform for y'all. I'm not that I'm not, I'm not worth that. I know that. And there are a lot of comedians who think they are. And it's mm. like, fuck you, like get out of your ass. Um, so I'm not Dave Chappelle. I mean, he already learned like, this is what happens, but I am in no rush to get it. Uh, Leslie, unfortunately we have to wait. And here, the good thing is her medication, I guess she, uh, she has Crohn's. Yeah. That's why I asked. I thought Crohn's was on the new list. I thought if you had Crohn's, you could, but I might've misread it. Unfortunately though, they didn't, the tests don't include people that actually they're, that are on specific Crohn's treatments, like with mm. the medication she's on, they don't know how it'll react, if it'll be effective because part Ooh. of the thing, well, here's part of the thing we're grateful. I did get, like, I did get COVID last year and oh, I had a coworker this is uh, fun. Not really fun. I'm glad she's alive. In January, I saw her when I came, when we came back from like the holiday break. Then I didn't see her for another three weeks. And I'm just asking her, I'm like, where the hell is so-and-so? And they mentioned she's in the hospital. 
And so what happened? She she's uh, she was in the ICU. She's doing better now. Something with her lungs. And I just it didn't hit me. So listen to this. What happened? She's thirty one, healthy, just got married. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, she's in ICU. She's been tested. She has pneumonia. Uh, she's been tested for the flu three times. It's negative. They did, they don't know what's wrong with her. She came back to the office and she was still coughing like rough. And they were like, be careful. And they, we told her like, you should be working from home. Uh, not even a week later, this was uh, during is it MLK day, the weekend of MLK day. I start feeling sick, like getting a fever. I never really get a fever when I'm sick. Yeah. So I got a fever. I'm sick all weekend. I'm taking meds. I'm hydrating. I'm doing like, I, I right away, you know, start taking flu medication because I don't know. Um, so doing this, I sleep all weekend, MLK day, super sick. I wake up Tuesday and I call in sick after a three day weekend. Like that's how sick I was. So I don't go into work. I go in that Wednesday. My boss sees I'm still sick, but I do all my work and everyone gets sick and it's just a thing. And then, you know, COVID is hitting the U.S. in February. We're kind of talking about it. March, this, and I'm, I'm better, but I'm not, you know, I'm just thinking it's allergies. I'm just tired mm-hmm. in February. March hits. One of our coworkers, he's just like, we hear him in his office, coughing, coughing, like horrible. And then not even two days later, I noticed I had a fever and I told my coworker, I'm like, I'm warm. She's like, you are. All week, it's bad. It's horrible. That Friday, I had a show at Broadway Comedy Club. I left as soon as I went on stage and I'm in the train. And I remember people were staring at me weird. And oh, no. I get Leslie's and she she's like, you're flushed. I had a fever. I uh, She orders me food. I start crying and I'm hallucinating. I don't remember everything. I'm delirious at this point. And we're just like, oh, you're really sick. She had to go to DC the next day because we're just we're not thinking it's COVID. We're joking like, Oh, it's COVID. And I had to get a tape that weekend. So I was very focused. And I'm like, I'll get this tape. I just won't hug anyone or this. Like I'll <laughs> perform and leave. Cause I just thought it was a really bad cold. And I'm just thinking, Oh, this is how you care about other people. You just go and you perform it and you go home. And then I did that. Uh, that Monday I get to work. I'm still feeling, I still have a fever. I feel like shit. Uh, my co my boss says he was sick. And then they sent us home early because someone's husband might have exposed because he worked for the MTA. This is a week before our actual lockdown. Oh this is like 10 days before the NYC lockdown. So I go home, I fall asleep like in the in the fucking train. I go home and I'm sick all week. Two weeks to that oh Wednesday after Leslie gets sick. And that was our biggest concern. So she gets a fever, but we had already got all the drugs. Like a month before we were already, we had anxiety. So we were stacking up food, meds. This is what we're going to do. We have a game plan in case. She gets two weeks later because it doesn't hit until my coworker goes, yeah, when so-and-so was sick on January, I'm just thinking that was patient zero. Um, they didn't have, they're like, well, we wouldn't know. You won't ever know because we didn't have a test for it then. But then you, we couldn't get tested as, as like citizens until like June. Could you start regularly getting tested? It was yeah. like, are you dying? Then you can get tested, which is horrifying because it was like only the people that were like, they might die in this line waiting to get tested. And that's what that's that was the unfortunate thing. But luckily, they Leslie was reading because it uh, we were reading about uh, just like how doctors are going to have to start making decisions on who lives. Um, and I was kind of like, OK, well, how's this going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, because of Leslie, like who's going to whatever because of her age. I'm just like I'm also obviously on like most comics. I'm very I have an anxiety disorder, so I'm 
worst case scenario all the time. Oh yeah, me too. Don't worry. OCD, uh, yeah. OCD over OCD. here. Oh, very much so. Like that was the first thing my therapist wrote down about me, but I'm reading all these things, but she gets sick. And one of the lucky, the things that they said was because her immune system is already compromised because of Crohn's, because your immune system is working overtime. So it's basically like trying to kill you. So she's given this big steroid. That's what she gets every seven weeks. It's an infusion. I was, you know, she's like an X-Men, like when fucking Wolverine goes in. I always tell people, that's like, I have a bit of a, I call her like an X-Men, but they, it's like, you know, just like recharging her. And what they were anticipating or based on the little pre-trials that they were doing on COVID with these drugs, because they were, that was it's sometimes used for people with lupus. Remember that was a thing they were talking about the drugs with that, mm-hmm. that it might actually, she might already have like a, like a little layer of protection. So when she got it, she just had a fever. She was tired and I just kept her hydrated and she slept for like three days and we already weren't leaving the house anyway, but that's about the bulk of how it hit her. Damn. And so, and then we didn't think back, but it was two weeks to when I was still getting over it and she got it. But it, that was my biggest concern. I'm just thinking, this is going to hurt my poor little girlfriend. And it hit, and I've always, I did this thing and I, this is, I know this is going to sound super corny, but it's been true. I think when we started dating, I, I made this rule because, you know, I am religious and I told God, I was like, she was getting sick so much our first year. I just said, you know what? Let me, let me, instead of her getting sick, let me deal with it. I'm the healthy one. And man, I'm, I've been getting the shit beat out of me for like three years now from the universe, but I'd rather have it because I always feel like I'd rather have it her than me than her. Yeah. So she didn't have COVID that bad. And I, I know my COVID could have been worse, but mine was definitely substantially horrible compared to her. Like she had a light COVID experience and I'd take that any other day. Yeah. Cause you sound like yours was like a long hauler. Yours sounds like it was like five weeks. It was, it was somewhere around like five or six weeks. It was, and it, that's what happens because people would have it a little bit. They'd feel better and they just think it was a cold and they'd be okay. They'd go out and then it hit again. Oh God. And then luckily by then we were already staying inside. We had that, but now there are these variants. So we have to be, you know, double masked. So we don't know what the situation is with this. So I'm not going anywhere obviously until I can we can be outside Mm -hmm. um definitely no indoor but we've done outdoor stuff and now that we've been doing it all winter I believe that your body will acclimate to the cold Mm -hmm. and it has like I'm used to going outside and I have like I bought an even better parker so I'm outside I mean I can sit outside for an hour and have a drink and be completely chill uh which because we've been doing it as a habit every month, getting used to the cold weather. I mean, I'm not going to get outside when it's fucking freezing, like those idiots that went to the Smith that one time, but I am used to it. Uh, but in regards to, I'm not, in regards to being inside, I'm not going to be inside. And so, but, and, and when, once I do get the vaccine, which I assume will be judging by the rate, maybe fall, if you know, I'm eligible for it by then I will get it, but I am going to wait. I think by the summer, because like, so right now, the new list of people that can get it with the comorbidities, I think that opens it up to a lot of people, like myself included, I'm, I'm included on that list. And it's happening so fast. Like, I didn't think I would be able to get it until the fall uh, with a comorbidity. So I think you might be able to get it even by like the summer. I feel like New York is just like, because so many people are hesitant, which 100%, like the history of our medical institutions if you don't want to get it, don't fucking get it. Like I totally right. understand that. So I think New York is not freaking out and just trying to get as many people who mm-hmm. can get it. So it's like, they're really rushing it now. 
Mm-hmm. But again, not a doctor, have no, no experience. That's just my, like, my theory. And also, I, here's the thing. Had we been in the previous administration, yeah, maybe we wouldn't be getting it for another year. Mm-hmm. But they're actually, I mean, it's it's surprising how much they're actually, I mean, they're still a little behind, but they are, they came in with nothing and they're still able to produce this high amount of people every day getting vaccinated. Da, 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 da. So it is, it is a higher rate than I assume that we all anticipated because we all assumed it was going to be a shit show. <laughs> yeah. And like, it still has been like, it still has been a shit show, but it's been like oh, yeah. a slightly less shit show than I thought it was going to be. And I was actually talking to my friend who lives in Germany today and their rollout is going super slow, but they're actually doing it very like methodically and they share Germany is sharing their vaccines with the entire EU. <gasps> oh my gosh. I have some gossip. Can I share it? Yes. I love gossip. Oh my gosh. This is about a vaccine. I mean, this is about someone lying <gasps> about testing. I just want to say this, a particular model, a particular type of model from a particular well-known um, place that sometimes keeps secrets than sells underwear and a particular one of their models, some might call them devils, others might call them, <laughs> lied about getting tested and signed a contract. And my partner is having to go in on set every day. And she was on set with her. And this particular model lied about getting tested. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm pretty, I feel like I, I'm... I'm pretty sure I can like pinpoint it, but damn. Yeah, that'll that's enough. Me. That's cryptic enough, but that's enough. But oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leak that. She told me yesterday I lost my shit. I'm like, oh, I tell everybody. <laughs> I never have tea. When do I ever gossip? I don't, unless it's about comedy stuff. And this was like, I gotta tell someone. But I will say that. Sorry, it just annoyed me because we were talking about Germany. And this one, this one is from another country, maybe from South America. Where do all the you know models come from? Let's let's leave it at that. But all right, Germany, <laughs> Germany, we can move on. I just I had to get it out. Eee! Oh my God. I love it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com realm, all lowercase. 
go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Do you know how much you have in common with some of your favorite celebrities, leaders, newsmakers? I'm Evelyn, the host of Reppin, where you'll meet notable people you think you know. You'll find out who they really are and what they represent. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts. But I wanted to circle back. How are your parents? Oh, yeah, in Texas. Um, they're good. Uh, you know, thank goodness. Like, my parents are okay. Um, my The only people that didn't, like, uh, have heat or electricity because it was rolling blackouts and it was hitting and i feel like it wasn't even rolling for the the company just like shut off the electricity for texas for certain people it wasn't rolling people just did not have electricity for days and still don't have it or they're barely getting it but my mom and dad were there in north dallas they're okay um my younger brother he's okay my older brother his wife their two kids had to go to um my sister-in-law's parents because they had electricity and heat um, because it was going off and on with their place. And luckily, like nothing crazy has happened. I talked to my dad, sent me like a little pic of one of their their uh, their chihuahua rescue they have. I've heard some little blanket. He's like, she's warm. And I was just like, y'all are good. He said, yeah, that's about the extent. We don't like, we're not like, I don't talk to my parents every day, but we're fine. We're good. My mom called me on Wednesday and I asked her just, you know, where are you? She still has to go in. She works with the city, but she works with recreation centers. She's the only one at a recreation center. And she mentioned, oh, I'm okay. Uh, there's a senior center, center, senior center nearby. As soon as she knew like her basic needs, this is very much my mom, heat, water, food, she's good. Checking on all the senior citizens she knows, making sure they're all okay. And uh, just seeing where she can help. But I mean, my family everywhere south of Dallas, uh, they're not horribly like devastated by it, horribly affected by it, but it, they did have, my cousin had three hours without electricity, Damn. Uh, three hours without heat. And Austin was fucking frozen. Like everywhere was frozen. And uh, further south there, I mean, my, my grandmother on my, my dad's mom, uh, they didn't have heat for a while, but luckily they had a generator. So they were able to keep my 80 year old grandma. Okay. Oh, good. Oh. Thanks for asking. A, a lot of people, Matt Levy or Levy, he just he just messaged me too about um, my famine text, and a lot of comics like messaged me, and that 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 was very sweet. Uh, that it's nice that they were checking up, but yeah, my family's okay. Uh, I just I just want to go see them eventually because I haven't seen them in a year. No, weird. Yeah, I was just gonna ask if you've been able to see them, and I was like, you probably haven't because Dallas is so far. You'd have to fly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I'm scared of. Uh, I was supposed to go last March because of uh, the Dallas Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And that was canceled. And also Dallas Comedy House shut down in the summer, which was super sad. There's that. That was one of the Ooh. first places to go. That's where like, I used to, that's where I did improv. Even before I did stand up, I did improv there. That says a lot. I was happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> I really thought that was my thing. Oh, that's so funny. See, I did improv first and was miserable. And that, pushed, and that pushed me into stand-up. And I was like, this is so much better. 
Yeah, because like, can you imagine? I was like, I can't imagine you doing it. But can you imagine me? They'd be like, yes, and I'm like, no, this is stupid. Next idea, <laughs> give me a better word. <laughs> uh, it was, it was. I did not like it. I mean, I enjoy having the improv skills, but I don't like improv. I mean, it's cool, good for you if you do it. Anyone that does it, good for you. It's just not. I like stand up. Yeah, it's not that they need to be rivals. But I was supposed to go to this festival. I had to. I had to cancel my. I didn't cancel. But I still have the credit. And I knew I was going to go home for Christmas. Usually I go home um, every three months because of my niece and my nephew. So I love seeing them. I love how big they're getting. I love hanging out with them. Like that's why I go home. And also I book shows and I get to see my fam. It's very, I have a very set schedule when I go. And Texas was a shit show. Uh, This is before this even bad weather. There's COVID. People still aren't wearing masks. People made it a political thing there. Fucking Governor Abbott did that. Uh, it's you know there are these old horrible white men running Texas and it's 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 so it's just so backwards. But I want to go home. I mean my license expired. I need this. I need to renew my license. I'm not going to get a New York license. So I'm just thinking, should I just go home and take the dog with me? Um, maybe in April fly. Uh, certain airlines are allowing, um, you know, you're having the seat in between and I have this credit, but if I go, I'm going to go six weeks, uh, because there's no point in me going. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Quarantine there and then take two tests there and two tests before I leave. Uh, but also it's more dependent on if like, like I said, my parents need to have the vaccine and also it's like, oh, well, if I need to get the vaccine to go home, okay, well then I'll see about, I'll work on that when it comes my way but uh that's the only i haven't been home in a year and it's so weird oh, i'm so sorry it's, yeah no thanks it's like we 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 talk my, my nephew uh he's the one who it's more like when's she gonna visit me uh, oh. and he he's on the spectrum so if i he told me he's like you said you would be home in three months i lied like <laughs> easter you said you'd be home last i lied i'm sorry i don't know but also he was he's you know he's very good about wearing masks he per- he didn't go over his grandparents house because he's like I don't, what if I get them sick? He was that, that fucking six-year-old kid can get it. How come grown-ass men in Texas don't get that? Also, he wears his mask all the time. He knows when he is supposed to wear his mask. Aww. And this is a kid who won't wear a Halloween costume with a mask because it makes him scared. But he's even more scared of hurting his grandparents. So, right, I'm like, this kid is like, and that's so, but also I'm his favorite aunt. So, I don't get to see my little boy, my man right Aww. here. It's my kid. That's my ride or die right there. And it sucks. Yeah, it really does. Uh, I, I didn't. I'm so sorry. I feel like I made it such a downer episode for us, but it does. Like you're it lonely. It's just. It's just hard. It's just so hard. And I feel like everyone's feeling the same way right now. It's just hard, and everyone's lonely. Everyone wants to like, see their family. Everyone wants to travel. Uh-huh. Um, everyone wants to be in a bar, hugging people, getting spit on by people. Oh yeah, I, I miss that. I miss like arguing random strangers. Like mm-hmm. I can't do that. I'm not gonna do it now. Everyone's just lost their fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now you don't know. It's a, it's a new level of that. I just keep walking. Yeah. No, you're you're right. That's fair. Man, yeah, this was pretty dark. I like how we're just like so. Uh, it's awkward. Sex, <laughs> <laughs> no sex. I've had to see her face every day. Not gonna lie. Sometimes it's like let's just go to sleep. <laughs> no, it's hard. I am surprised how well me. Aaron have handled it and I feel like how well the couples I know have handled it because you're right you're not supposed to see this person all the fucking time this close like you're just not and like 
um, Aaron went away for three days. Uh, and it was the first time since COVID happened that we were apart. And I was, thought I was going to have anxiety about it. I thought I was going to be like really, really upset and like be like a, like a dog waiting for like their owner to come back. Yeah. Veronica, it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like, I was like, oh my God. All I did was just like, like smoke like smoke and watch rom-coms and like not put on underwear and like I like never <laughs> never showered but it was like I can do whatever the fuck I want like I don't have to be like hey what do you want for dinner because like we're making dinner together because this is now day 341 together it was mm-hmm. like oh I'm just gonna do whatever the fuck I want and it was just like this is this is great and it was great for him too like he had a great great time and it was just that space was so necessary you need that. No, you need it. That's how, that's how really, you have to be able to miss them. Yes. Yeah. And you have to be able to be okay by yourself without them. Like, and yeah. that's what I've really missed recently is like, oh, I don't feel like as independent as I used to anymore. And mm-hmm. that's been like fucking with me a little bit. And I don't know about like you guys and you and Leslie, but that's like, that is part of my identity that I never want to lose. And now it's like, you have to kind of let go of that during this. Like you can't let that affect you, but it is going to affect you. Cause it's just like part mm-hmm. of who you are. And even pre COVID, I would sometimes, uh, I started a new job near, um, Herald square. I'd walk from just like Herald square all the way to like Brooklyn bridge, just by myself, headphones on, like sometimes the headphones off, like 35, 40 minute walk by myself. I would do a pre- and it was great. Cause it was New York city. I was by myself, mm-hmm. just like independent figuring my own shit mentally out and it was like my it's it was it's always been one of my favorite things and that's also part of the reason why I love New York is you can do that and so many things are happening and now I can't really do that and I know how much I miss it because I just miss wandering you know walking fucking from lower Manhattan to maybe Lexington 59th and just seeing what happens I know being a performer I'm very extroverted on stage or even with people like when I'm around people I love talking to people it's Mm -hmm. I can be social I enjoy hearing other people's conversations but I do border on introverts so when I need to be in I need to be in and but once I've decompressed that part out I'm just ready to go again yeah absolutely I I don't have the 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 means not the means but like it's not the same because not everyone's outside. It's very much like, you know, Belle being outside. And there goes the baker with his friend. Baker hasn't been out in six months. Like, he moved upstate. Like, it's, it's, it's a sad bakery. Like, it's different. I'm just, it's a weird, it's a very sad <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I do this thing where um, uh, when Aaron leaves the couch, I'll be like, where are you going? And sometimes, like, he'll laugh and he'll be like, I, we can't do this every fucking day. So then I was like, oh, this is hilarious because it's annoying him. So I'll be like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm getting <laughs> fucking LaCroix. <laughs> also, he never talks like that. He's so sweet. <laughs> I always oh, make him sound so angry on the podcast and he never talks like that. He's so sweet. No, he's so sweet. <laughs> was it one of the first times because she didn't because fashion did shut down for a couple months. They, everything was shut down in the summer. She didn't go on set again until maybe September, August, September when we came back and she her being on set again. And she went and I've been working from home all summer. And I was like, good, it's about time you get out of my fucking face. <laughs> and then about two hours, I'm like, I text her. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I do. I do that that's in the morning. Like, that's what I do. I meow. Um, I always meow to see where she is. I'm always like, I'll wake up. Meow. And she comes, she gives me my Claritin and I, <laughs> and I let my Claritin hit and then I come out and get coffee. But like two hours, it's like, meow. 
And then around two, meow, meow, meow. And then at four o'clock, when are you going to be home? We miss you. Colin's looking for you. And then she gets home. I'm just like, hey, what's up? I'm going to go <laughs> in my cave. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in the cave. Nothing substantial. I'm just, I just want to say hi. It's, it was a weird, like you get this weird de- like attachment issue and you have to learn to detach again. Absolutely. And I very much look forward to the days where I'm going my way on the train. She's going hers or, you know, we don't see each other till 9 p.m. at night. I do. I notice I, I'm a little bit more clingy sometimes with her. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you? Because she does zero me out too. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm totally the clingy one too. Like totally. <laughs> Uh, which is why I got like, I totally freaked out. And I was like, when this is done, like, who the fuck am I going to be? Uh, and then when we had that, like three days, I was like, oh, thank God. Like I, I still <laughs> okay. love being independent and I, you're so right. I do miss just like walking in the city and you're mm-hmm. just like, you're surrounded by people, but you're all alone. And it's like the coolest thing in the world. Uh, New York city in the summer everyone like leaves i know i left this summer was completely different but my favorite thing was being out on a saturday and doing like a show at maybe like a six or eight o'clock show and then doing like something at nine a show to be in 10 and me being you know or in brooklyn or in the city and thinking oh i'm i can i can walk for two or three miles and just like take everything in and people are outside drinking it's hot everyone's out just you know socializing and crowded like you know you see a patio people are outside just crowded talking you can hear me it's or you know even going in a crowded fucking dive bar in the summer i miss that just that whole the whole vibe like that is the new york city vibe and energy and you know it's not it's not dead i always tell people like new york city's not dead it's you know it's uh she's not alive uh (laughs) she's she's in stasis (laughs) she's uh she's waiting she's like you know she's she's on pause she took her shoes off she's just She's sitting on the bench for a little bit, mm-hmm. but this it's so many empty storefronts. It's going to be kind of weird. I'm like, man, this place shut down. This place shut down. Um, I was telling Leslie, I go, I'm be honest. It's so bad that I think all the bars that kicked me out and said I could never come back will probably be like, we need you come back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very excited to go back into blue and gold. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like we we actually now need your uh, we need your money. Please We're sorry. Back. Can you come back? Okay, maybe I'll think about it. I, my theory for this summer is, uh, since, since last summer, we got to see that, like, we got to experience the cases going down. We got to experience being around our friends and being outside like 24 seven in the open streets, which I think you were here. You guys, were you guys here when like fifth Avenue was an open street in Park Slope? We left when they were doing the, um, like the serving the to-go drinks. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was hoping with it that it was going to be like, it was okay. It'll show people will show that we're responsible enough that we can drink publicly. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a little new Orleans thing. Not everyone showed that we could instead they got their drinks and they lingered in front of the fucking bars and it pissed me off. Yeah, they, uh, you're right. That was a real issue at first. And then in the summer they got better. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. like we would go to branded and get to go drinks and they were just like, just get the fuck away. <laughs> just get the fuck away. But once they gave us open streets, it was like, Oh, now I can yep. be anywhere in the street and drink publicly. I love Fifth Avenue like that. It was amazing. It's very European. Yes. Yeah. Apparently on Fifth Avenue, it's volunteers that are the ones that put up the stuff. Ah. And I'm like, just tell me where to volunteer. I'll put the stuff up and tell people. I'll be polite. But it's been warm enough. Like if they were to shut off the streets now, like on a day where the sun's out, oh, like you could brunch outside. Oh, yeah. Like we we are uh, after we record, uh, finish recording, I think me and Aaron are going to go out outdoor drinking like with a friend because the sun's out it's so much easier i talked to one of the um like workers on one of the vanderbilt uh like restaurants because originally they told us that um 
they were going to keep open streets through the winter. That's what they said. And then I guess they came like at least Vanderbilt, the, those, those businesses were just like, we're not sure if it's worth it for some of us when like there is all this snow and all this um, precipitation. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's, I guess that's fair, but it's also like just open the streets for the residents and like the, the bars and shit don't have to do anything. If you don't want to put out extra chairs, don't like, I don't know. I, I just I, really want them back really badly. Go put your own chairs out and like, let me go and sit on the street and drink a bottle of wine with my friend. Well, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they did. Underhill. They closed Underhill, but we Aww. would just have our friends come over and we would sit in fucking like camp chairs and drink. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do that on the corner this summer. I don't care. Like yes. I'm going to do that right here on fourth Avenue. I told Leslie, I'm going to put, we have this dope, like two, three person, like fold up chair, like a camping chair. Oh, nice. Cause our friends have been doing, one of the things we do every month is we do a bonfire and red hook on the beach. Oh my God. That's so, so we're cool. outside. It's really cool. And it's, it's like right by, it's very pretty. You can see the Statue of Liberty. Is that Valentino been, park? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love do, that like, bonfire part. there. We like, we burned all these Christmas trees one day. We were a little scared. Um, we did this <laughs> during Christmas, but we got these dope big chairs and I was telling Leslie in the summer, you know, if we're here, when they shut the streets off, we can go out there, bring a bottle of wine or, you know, put them in our, bring them in our little koozies, uh, sit outside as long as we don't have a red cup and we don't have the actual bottle out. Like they're not going to give us shit yeah, about no. it. As long as we're not being stupid, we're going to be adults. Yeah. The day that they announced that Joe was going to be the winner or Biden, I don't know. I call all the presidents by their names. Like I call, I call him, like I call, oh, well, I call him Barry because that's what Michelle calls him. Uh, <laughs> I did not know she called him Barry. That's so cute. I call, yeah, and I'm like, I call him Barry. Uh, but I was like, when they announced that Joe and Kamala, you know, we're gonna win. Like, and all, all remember, all of Brooklyn was drunk. Oh yeah, I was out uh, there. We were on Fifth Avenue. I mean, I was fucking popping the bot. We we popped two bottles in the street, and I was just pouring it. And I mean, the second one I opened, I told this girl, "I'm too drunk. We're not gonna drink this. Do you want some rosé?" And I was just pouring it in people's fucking glasses cops were out there not telling us anything mm-hmm. and it was everyone was wearing their mask we were socially distanced um just like give i was giving this drinks to people uh it was very like it was a great display of that we can do this we can have this outside and it'd be okay and when i knew i was too drunk both leslie and i both kind of were on this agreement i said i've got 10 minutes or it's gonna get my shit and we walked on back home uh but i would love to just be able to sit out like in the same spot where we were and people watch yeah yeah because like um yeah thousands of us were outside but then five days later I was in a two-hour wait to get a COVID test to make Mm -hmm. sure and like wasn't leaving my house like you can do this if you're responsible like get your test like I just got tested last week I'll probably get tested this week coming up like you just we have the information that we have and we know we have tools to protect our friends as best as we can like you know obviously we wouldn't want to get Leslie sick because of Crohn's or get you sick Mm -mm, but uh we're because we've been left to our own devices, we've had, we've learned, like we have evolved and figured it yeah. out. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. Do you think you're going to keep wearing the mask? Cause I'm like, I'm all about the mask. Cause I don't know if you've noticed, knock on wood, I have not been sick at all. I, I when I got my flu shot, my doctor was like, at this point, we would have had like 20,000 deaths from the flu, but because everyone's wearing a mask and everyone's getting their shot, there's like no flu deaths. Yep, I definitely, flu we definitely, definitely, definitely as a country have to one, give uh, employees more sick days and they mm-hmm. cannot be penalized for uh, calling out sick. When I was at Trader Joe's, my second week there back in 2018, one person had the flu out of 200 employees. 
we like all got it. Yep. You just, you just, you can't do it. And if you are sick or if you're like recovering, wear a mask. Just, I, I don't, you we don't have feel to feel like it. you're going to get sick too. They said, that's what they do in Asia. If they feel like they're going to get, sick, it's a courtesy. Yeah. What? It's, it's so God. <sighs> yeah. I had to talk to a recruiter in Seoul and they were just like, it's, you would be shunned if you weren't wearing a mask. Like it's just mm-hmm. so a part of the country. It's in their commercials. It's in their TV shows. And you can do things. You can go to a concert. You can do all these things because wear a fucking mask. I've seen one commercial and this has been on, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's a bit or not, but I'm just, this is my, this is like a song. I was like, oh, I think this is a bit and I'm not trying to work a bit on you, but I will just tell you. <laughs> it's a story. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And it becomes a bit and it's, it's just very raw right now. But I, I've only seen one commercial where people wore a mask and they were to show these people outside wearing masks. And it was a Jenny Craig commercial. And I was like, that's dope. Like, this is the first company to be like, hey, we're wearing masks. We're outside. This is part of our thing. But also, like, fuck you for telling people they need to lose weight right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, shut up, Jenny. <laughs> I know. I was like, Jenny, shut the fuck up. Put your mask on. Uh, that pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, oh. Well, look at that. Oh, fuck you. I don't need your deal. Like no one needs your deal right now. Like you were being very rude on a different level. Mm-hmm. Like physically you're good, but emotionally you don't get a thing. You and that, but that's the only commercial I've seen where people were wearing masks. Wow. I don't think it's I've weird. seen, I don't think I've seen one. Do, do you watch like shows and you'll see someone talk to someone and they'll come up behind their, their shoulder and go, Hey, this, but we're so used to people having to spread out. Even if it was something from 10 years ago, I'm just thinking, Oh, that's a risk. Uh, every, everything now. I was the worst for me in March and April and May when I was watching TV, I was like, why aren't they wearing masks? And now I'm like, uh, cause they're never going to do it. But yeah, you'll be like, you'll have this, like, this like reaction, this gut reaction of like, no, 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 you're too close. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. They're going to get sick. It's hard because you can't even tell people to wear their mask on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do get mad about that. Uh, I did tell Leslie, we once got on the train. This girl did not have her mask on all the way, but she was reading a book. And Leslie goes, I've read that book. And I was like, why don't you fucking spoil it for her right now? Um, just fucking spoil it for her. Like she's ruining our train. Let's ruin this book. I, I was very much like, Leslie, you know, she's too good of a person to do that. Yeah, Leslie's like, well, so tell sweet. Me, tell me how the book ends. I will tell her. I will say it. And if she gets mad, I'm like, well, whoop, next time put on your mask. Like, that'll get me to shut up. But you can't even tell people to put their mask on because they get so angry. They get like, so mean. hurting people yeah. because of this. And it's mainly dudes. Uh, very insecure, obviously. I'm, I'm still too afraid. Me and Aaron haven't gotten the subway since last March. I don't get on it that much. Yeah, I'm so afraid. I don't think I will get on until I'm fully vaccinated. I'm just too afraid of it. I mean, when Aaron had to work, when he had to physically go to school, he was walking three and a half miles one way to get to it. Yeah. I mean, he liked the walk because like, yeah, and we've like, that's kept our sanity. We're like very long walks in the park, especially in the winter. Yep. Um, But it was just like, otherwise, it's like a 20 minute commute for him. But he was like, I just, I'm not, I'm not ready. Peace of mind. I mean, you gotta do yeah. peace of mind. Yeah. If I see someone that steps on the train and doesn't have their mask, I just move and I don't say anything. I just move. I don't even do like a head shake. I'm not trying to like give that body language. You know what I mean? To like uh, cause them to come after me. And I mean, once it was weird, this one guy came on begging and he didn't have a mask. And I kind of was like, whoa. And this other guy had a mask and he was begging. And I'm like, all right, here, you get $2. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I, I have compassion, but also you have to show a little bit for me. I don't need you to like 
bow down to me, but put a mask on. And then I don't know if you know Blaze Mencius at all. He's like, we call him our mm. unofficial, our unofficial, like third husband. Uh, he's like our <laughs> husband. He's a, he's a really, he's a comedian. And he also, he does a lot of hosting stuff. Very nice guy. Really good friend of mine. Like part of the group, but he, when he gets on the train, when he has to, he always has extra masks and he's has such good energy that if he's like, Hey, do you need a mask? It's not about enforcing it. He just has extra just in case someone does. And I'm like, that's cool. Good for you. I couldn't do it, but I'm also not a dude. Yeah. It's a little bit easier if you're a dude. I feel like, like, I feel like if for us, it'd be harder that they'd be like, what are Fuck you. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 that's not where we were going with it. But okay. Um, even though it got a little dark, I love this episode. <gasps> Me too. And I got to talk to you. I know. I'm so sorry. We haven't talked sooner. Can I do share my awkward thing that happened just before oh, hell I yeah. got on this episode? And I want to be like, uh, what the fuck? Um, I, I may have cut myself, but I was shaving certain like oh, regions no. in between. I may have nicked something that was in between like entries. Um, I've done that. Area, and I, it just, it was a different type of razors. I took one of Leslie's new ones and it went and I said, Oh my God, I'm dying. This is it. This is where I die. And I'm just there. And I'm like, Leslie, there's blood everywhere. There was a blood everywhere. Uh, but I'm just like in the bathroom with like a towel between my legs. I'm just, oh, this is it. Am I, I was like, am I bleeding out? Am I bleeding out? <laughs> and I just thought, oh, this is perfect timing. This is like when I did, I did fucking Andrea Allen and Emily Lubin's um, hot mess once. Mm-hmm. And the, before the episode, uh, I found like my first like uh, gray puke. Uh, and I was like, well, this is, this is just interesting. If it, if I know it's a, if a specific topic of podcast and I'm a guest on weird shit happens to my body uh, that I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm all, whatever, I'll take it. Um, but I just thought that that would have been something I, I had to share it regardless of like, may have cut myself a little i don't i mean it's i don't know whatever i was like i guess we're free bleeding today like that is the worst i have done it before it's just this is what's happening and i just thought it was very uh what's the word serendipitous of the timing with your episode Uh Um, that is something that you would appreciate me sharing with you and again i do i love it i love when people tell me like the grossest things in the world i was like yes I just got a new job and we were like in a group meeting and comedy came up and the person that hired me was like, oh guys, Nellie does comedy. And I was like, I cannot tell them yet. They cannot, they cannot, I got to wait a month before they know about the podcast, before they know about the show. Yeah. I didn't tell my job. I got a job and that was almost a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't tell them at first. I told them drunkenly in Detroit, like in January. <laughs> like I got, I got pretty drunk the first night with everyone. I was like, "Fuck it, it's my first night." But they were all like, my team was really cool about it. But one of the guys, he he's in some band in Jersey, is an older guy. And then he was like, "Oh, you." He goes, "You're very funny." And I remember drunk me. I was like, "Yeah, I do comedy." And they're like, "What?" And then it like, "Oh, it all makes sense because I would just say things and then just walk away certain times, and I would just let them laugh at me." <laughs> Congrats on the new job. Thank you. Thank you Yay. so much. I can't wait till they find out about this podcast. And they're just going to, you're going to know, they're going to give you a look like they've seen your butthole. <laughs> so part of the company is in Salt Lake City. <gasps> uh-huh. See? It, which is like, you know, super Mormon. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, I, there's, there, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not ready. They were like, we're going to, when it's all done, all the Salt Lake City people are going to come to New York and we're all going to see a comedy show. And that's when one of the guys was like, Nellie does comedy. And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm, I do comedy. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't. I have too many like religious family members to know how this goes. It does not go well. So you put that on your resume, your comedy? So I put uh, my company. I put Kablamo oh, on the company. Oh, right. And, I, your, all right. and just for like producing and like tour managing and booking, just to show that like I'm organized and I can handle like big projects. It's very good. It helps you. I mean, you learn how to talk to different type of people, how to, uh, you know, take lead of the conversation and also not come off. You know, you take control, but you don't become an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Or you have to, you will become an asshole. <laughs> you know, your audience and you know, you learn to read people. Also, like you're talking to people. That's not a skill people have anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Fucking being on Zoom with people you don't know, it's like how so ready to be back in an office. So ready. Like I've only done this for a week. I don't know how people are doing this for almost a year. Like almost a year for us. (sighs) And it's weird. I miss my coworkers. They're so corny. It's kind of like the office, but not as weird. But also it's what's paying for food on the table. And I have Leslie on my insurance now. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so much more. It's interesting to have that. It's not just about me, but also, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah, like, I don't give a fuck, but I really don't give a fuck about it. I don't care about any of it. I think ethically it's wrong. Um, it's gas station advertising. That says enough about it. I don't, you know, gas station. Like, yeah, yeah. I We need to really, you know, yeah, fossil fuels, blah, blah, blah. But we also need to work on, you know, alternative sources that are safer, that are sustainable, that aren't ruining our earth, that have scientifically been proven to be killing everything Mm -hmm. and so but also uh there they you know pay me the most money i've been paid ever they i'm paying less money in insurance uh they seem for the most part to you know a very chill dress code i can bring colin to work a lot of times uh there's certain caveats or every time i complain like there's a time in december where i talk about how much i hate it but the sellers just like keep like sending venmoing us money because they're getting their bonuses and Leslie's like, I'm like complaining. Once I was complaining on the train to like DC last year in December, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I need to fucking find somewhere else. And I open an envelope. I'm opening from all these sellers. And she's like, How much money is in there? And they were just giving us fucking hundreds. They're just like giving us money oh um, just God. because they performed well. Um, and so it's like, I, I don't like it, but also I fucking need it. But I would rather be doing comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's face it. I want to be doing what I love. I don't love gas station advertising. And I feel bad for anyone that does. <laughs> Oh my god! I think that's the perfect ending. (laughs) (laughs) End on a high. End on a laugh. Thank you. Oh my god, Veronica! Thank you so much. This is such a great time. I can't wait. Thank you for having me. Yes, and I can't wait for it to be warm and we can like go out and see each other. And it was funny that you messaged me about them. I was like, she called me to hang out. Uh, I was like, oh no, we're just a fucking podcast. (laughs) Um, But I would very much like to. Yes, I'm very much going to follow through, and maybe I feel like March will be in a little bit more space to do it which is right around the corner and you can hang out with this guy um and we can all hang out because we can go to the park or something it'd be very nice yeah no we would love that and we have a very good um cooler setup we bring a we bring a rolling cooler we've got like the chairs all of it yeah Yeah, like we're ready yeah no we we figured it out this summer we figured out how to do it so we are excited to open more people into our pod and yeah outside i'm all about it i'm being safe yeah yeah thank you Thank you for sticking around remember to rate like subscribe all those things masturbate wash your hands after sex including no, wash your hands after sex um you know yeah probably wash your hands after sex we usually do um pee after sex is what i meant to say <laughs> i 
Sometimes I don't know where I'm at with my intro and outros. And solo sex. And people with penises, you should pee. It helps uh, keep down infections. <laughs> I did this last week too, and I don't know why. Thank you guys uh, for letting me be me. Um, I hope you guys are, again, doing okay. And we're right around the corner. You know, we're so close to spring. We're getting we're getting there. I'm really proud of all of us. Um, and remember to go find Veronica at Veronica Garza um, on Instagram and I think Twitter too. And I will see you guys next week.